0: So I think my employees have figured out that um all those times I tell them that my Wi-Fi didn't work during a flight was a little too much of a coincidence like it happens too often. I think they're on to me
1: A very special thanks to our five dollar fans
0: you're just gonna get right, you're just gonna go right into it. <laughs>
1: What? That's my cold open. I mean, somebody else's cold open.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just thought we were going to chat.
1: Oh, you want to talk? I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, we'll talk about it and then we'll go back.
0: I'm having a day.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know where my voice what is right that? now. I'm trying to find my $5 voice.
0: All right. Just do do the thing. <laughs>
1: A very special thanks to our $5 fans Andrea Rivera, Bonna Chim, Sheriff Derek, Zachy Ma, Andrew Anker, Magnus Olson, Joaquin Cotton, James Newton, Brian Walsh, Amber Costley, Jared May, Dan Liu, Sean Bonner, Medanier Labs. David Bauer, James Murray, and Carl Nelson. You know, do you get Wi-Fi in your place on your flights, or do you just pretend that you don't, or do you not? What's happening? Do
0: my employees listen to this? They probably don't. Uh, I bet they don't.
1: They know every yeah. Everybody knows you're a little bit of a liar, so I feel like it's. I'm not a liar. I know.
0: It's just it's me time, you know.
1: Yeah. What do you like doing on an airplane?
0: Watching movies or TV. I like binge watching
1: mm. stuff. I have I have very particular um, like movies and television shows that I watch on airplanes. Like what? That I don't watch outside of airplanes. It's usually like it's a there's like a criteria for it, which right, is like a movie that um, a movie or television show that sounds like something I want to watch that people recommend to me, but that I never like have the energy to watch at home like often at home like i want to watch something that's happy or dumb or easy um and not so heavy because there are a lot of distractions but on an airplane i can watch like i can watch like a breaking bad or something like that Mm -hmm. because um because i'm just strapped into a chair in the sky and i enjoy it very much um it's not things that I don't want to watch, it's things that I do want to watch but don't want to be distracted for. So yeah, and I watch things like like I watch like Interstellar on an airplane. You know, like those kinds of like big epic movies that I don't have that I usually like I can't I can't I don't have the attention span for. How many hours was that? That was like an 8-hour film. I Something think it like was that. 8 hours. Yeah. So so like longer long anything over 80 minutes.
0: It felt like 8 hours.
1: Felt like 8 hours. Um it was good. I liked it. I liked the fun, like robot blocks.
0: Yeah, I remember that scene where they, they come back from the, the planet where time moved really fast. Yeah. And um, they got back on the ship with the guy who had been waiting there. And he said he'd been waiting there like 20 years.
1: Did you feel the same way? I
0: did. I kind of felt the same way <laughs> in the theater. It's like, I feel like I've been sitting here for 10 years.
1: I like that movie a lot. I liked really? It a lot. Yeah. It reminded me of like, uh, like a contact with Jodie Foster.
0: Did oh, you see I remember that.
1: that. that yeah, was a long time ago. Like kind of like a like a like a fun sci-fi movie for the whole family with a very unbelievable ending. That's a little heartwarming.
0: I didn't care for the ending.
1: I uh, I actually liked that they went in such a cheesy direction. So cheesy. Yeah.
0: I like rewatching movies on airplanes.
1: Mm. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What? Uh, anything? Anything recently?
0: See, on my last flight, I rewatched Prometheus. How was that? It was better than I remembered.
1: Yeah. When was the last, when had you seen it?
0: Well, I saw it when it came out. I
1: don't and even know when it came out.
0: It came out a couple of years ago, and it was, you know, the big alien prequel. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, I think expectations were set so high mm-hmm. that um, you walked out of there feeling really let down. Yeah. So I, I gave it another shot and I watched it again this time, you know, thinking of it as this crappy movie. Mhm. Kind of like the George Bush theory. Like if you set expectations really low <laughs> and, that, and then you know they managed to string three <laughs> words together, you think, that's pretty good."
1: Yeah. Um I <laughs> I'm just thinking about movies that I've rewatched lately. Uh I've been just doing a lot of like kind of busy work slash – I know that this sounds terrible, but like social media management for conference stuff. So I'm just kind of like hanging out on Twitter on my couch. And so I've been rewatching some movies because they're on HBO Go um, or HBO Now, whatever it is. The thing that lets me watch Curb Your Enthusiasm for free. Right. Um, But I I rewatched Ferris Bueller's Day Off recently. That was fun. It's a fun movie. I, uh, yeah, it's very fun. Very fun. I actually, you know what? So the second time, I had only seen it like once before. And the first time I was like, ah, Ferris Bueller, he's like the protagonist of the story. Second time around, it's Jennifer Gray. I'm just like, that girl can't catch a break. I was rooting for her the entire movie. Ferris Bueller was kind of an asshole.
0: Oh, he was a total asshole. He was yeah. a dick. He was a bro.
1: Yeah, he was a bro. Who's like Ferris an entitled was white the man? First bro. Yeah, so that was nice watching the movie and changing perspective.
0: <laughs> and he, you know, he's rich too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the, and his friend who trashes the car.
0: Yeah, and you know he fucks with all his teachers. Yeah. So
1: it's not a role model. Impl- That's no role model,
0: right? I mean, <laughs> teachers don't get paid to deal with your rich boy bullshit.
1: I mean, they don't really get paid.
0: Don't, don't get paid enough for that. So, you know, fuck Ferris Bueller.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He doesn't need a day off. No. Anyway. Never
0: worked a day in his life. You know
1: who needs a day off? The teachers. Yep. His parents. Jennifer Gray.
0: <laughs> Jennifer Gray needs to do better. Yeah. She can do better than him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some questions that people have written in. Should we start with those God, this time? Are they
0: about design?
1: Probably. Let's see. I mean, ah. yeah, one of them starts with as designers. um, (gasps) Excuse me. That
0: phrase makes me yawn. uh, What does that mean, as designers? Like we're this big amorphous blob. like, (laughs) Like we all think the same way, as designers. You know, how did... How do you like it when people start start in phrases with um, or conversations with you know as women?
1: I know. Although this may be a question that you can answer, Mike.
0: <laughs> Probably, but I might refuse to. All
1: right. Well, would, I'm going to pose it anyway. I'm in a mood. As designers with the ability to generate amazing animated gifs, oh, do you Photoshop celebrities and politicians or publish any amazing meme you want? How do you keep yourselves from spending twenty four hours a day trolling four chan? Goatse and Reddit, or do you not? Well, how do you keep yourself from just making Photoshop jokes all day, Mike? Or do you?
0: I don't make Photoshop jokes. You just
1: post other people, uh, the, the other people's gifts. I have Darth. That is what Darth is for. Yeah. Does he have a real job? He does. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. What a nice guy.
0: He's a very nice guy. <sighs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Darth is just like he's just like automated Photoshop joke maker.
0: Yeah. I mean when he started doing that, I thought, well, I don't have to do this anymore. This yeah. guy does it so much. Well, you used to
1: do some of that. A little bit. Yeah. And then Darth came along. Yeah. There's he's a, just really good at it.
0: You gotta know when it's time to hang up your cleats.
1: <laughs> your your Photoshop and cleats.
0: My Photoshop and cleats.
1: <laughs> your designer shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, I can say as a person who can use Photoshop and can make jokes slash think of jokes, is that what I mean? This is, this is, I know that this is a little bit of a light question to answer, but, and I'm be, being real about it. But um, I think that part of the problem is that a lot of jokes sound good. And then when you actually start making them, in Photoshop, it's just not as funny. No, nope. when it's when it's uh, when you materialize it. Sometimes ideas are funnier because it leaves it to your imagination. Yep. And so that is how I keep myself from spending twenty four hours a day making Photoshop jokes because they just don't actually pay off the way you want them to all the time. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you have to Photoshop a dick in the FedEx arrow, and that's funny. But do you do that? Um, I did, and then Adam Lzagor did it way better. And then that, but that's like another reason. It's just like, see, like we have Adam, we have Darth making better dick Photoshop pictures. Yeah, those
0: guys do that really well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, how do we not spend twenty four hours a day doing that with Netflix?
0: I had a weird Adam Lzagor moment the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I was at the gym. Mm-hmm. And you go to the gym. Yeah. I mean, thanks. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> sorry. I'm old, I have to. Well, you like walk everywhere though. Like the city the city is your gym, is what yeah, I thought. I like Don't you walking. like climb twin peaks and stuff? Yeah, I haven't
0: done that in a while.
1: All right, all right. Okay. So you're at sorry. I'm sorry, you were at the gym.
0: Um, yeah, before you so wow. Uh anyway. <laughs> There's a TV in the locker room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, sitting there changing, and Adam comes on the TV. Mm. That was a little weird, you know.
1: Yeah. Did you like it? I, I think I did. <laughs> That's what was weird about it. Yeah,
0: I think I liked it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Hmm. What a what a what an amazing man!
0: <laughs> I I usually have my pants on when I talk to Adam.
1: Usually, but not always not this time not this time did you talk to him
0: no that I, you don't talk to the tv I, I don't talk to the tv okay
1: i i wonder if i i might talk to the tv i want to i want to say that i don't but it seems like a thing that i might do without realizing it cuz i'm a weird loner
0: i think if i'm watching a a game i'll yell at the tv
1: like uh like what like chess
0: yeah <laughs> Like a chess match. If I'm watching a chess match,
1: yeah.
0: I'll say like, oh, you didn't want to do that.
1: What are your sports, Mike? You watch you're a baseball man, right?
0: I like my baseball.
1: Yeah. Do you watch other sports?
0: I like basketball. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody in basketball is so tall.
0: That's yeah, that's kind of the thing.
1: But it's it's like weird. Aren't they all like suit it just seems like I don't know. I feel I feel like baseball is like I know that those people are really talented, but they're like they they look normal and so I feel more comfortable about that as a sport. It's like a human sport.
0: Baseball is made for like wiry guys to, or wiry people to play
1: or like stocky 40-year-old men. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like a whole range. You got big guys, you got small guys. It's like it feels more inclusive. Basketball just seems like tall person club.
0: Some of our best baseball players are really fat.
1: Yeah which is great. Isn't that yeah. great? But it's, but you can't say some of our best basketball players are short or like are under 7 feet tall.
0: No, a short basketball player would be somebody who's just under 6 feet.
1: Which is bananas. It's
0: bananas. Yeah.
1: I mean, probably even just like 6 feet tall people are short for basketball. Those people are tall. Anyway,
0: uh, one of uh, one of my favorite things to to see is like um doing like Interviews like basketball players and their wives.
1: Oh yeah. Because they're
0: normal sized.
1: The oh the wives are normal sized. Yeah, they're
0: normal sized.
1: Yeah. That's uh that's a whole other podcast episode.
0: Do you remember MTV Cribs?
1: Oh, of course I do.
0: <laughs> the kids don't know what that is.
1: Oh, like the new the new ones?
0: Yeah. So during MTV Cribs you got to see a lot of basketball players and their wives.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why I mean, I don't, yeah, that's, I feel like that's a thing that millennials don't get. That's why I get sad when I get lumped in with millennials because.
0: I don't think of you as a millennial. You're too old.
1: Thank you. That's You're like the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've got another design question.
0: Did we even answer that guy's question? Yeah.
1: What, his question was how do we keep ourselves from photoshopping dick pics all the time? I feel like we answered it. Fairly.
0: Well, I mean, we could answer it in a broader spectrum.
1: Okay, why don't you go for it?
0: Like, how do you focus?
1: Oh, okay. The thing <clears throat> how that do he you didn't keep yourself?
0: Ask. How do you, you know, balance your the amount of time you spend at work actually working and earning your paycheck?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that your employer is working so hard to get jobs to make sure that they can pay you that paycheck, uh, while you're sitting around dicking on Facebook.
1: Yeah, or Slack. Or Slack. It's all Slack now. Um, I I have, I, I mean, right now, as I am self-employed, I have a really, really weird work day um, that is Post-it note driven. <laughs> it's very analog. Um, I have a really hard time focusing because uh, I am just very distractible and because there are 100 million more than that distractions right at my fingertips and on my wrist and in my pocket. And I think that the thing that I've been doing is close to, what is that tomato sauce workday? What is it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking (laughs) about. Pomodoro method. Are you familiar with the Pomodoro method? Is this a thing? (laughs) It's a thing. But, and I'm not, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the strict practice of it is. I just like read the first sentence of the wikipedia and i was like oh that kind of sounds like what i do which is that like you um in in the actual one you set a timer and i don't do anything like that but it's like you work for like 20 minutes and then take a 5 minute break and then work for 20 minutes and take a 5 minute break or something like that where you basically like just have these short sprints for yourself where you say i'm going to get this one thing done and then i can read twitter and uh-huh. it's soon enough to not feel like you have to wait four hours to get to do anything fun. Like the reward is pretty close, and then I don't know. It's just like a way of helping people who can't focus be a little bit more productive with like short term rewards. And that's a little. I don't. That's actually, very Catholic. It's it is very
0: Catholic. <laughs> totally. You say Catholic. Hail Marys.
1: Um. But I. I mean. I. I don't. Again. I don't do that in any sort of strict sense. But I do allow myself. A lot of small breaks throughout the day. Let me ask you this. Yeah.
0: Have you ever like wanted like a new thing, like a new pair of shoes or a new dress or something? Oh,
1: only every minute of my life. Okay.
0: And told yourself that, okay, I can go buy this as soon as I complete this task.
1: Yeah. Or, or like I'll set like a, like a day for it. Like I'm not going to do it today, but I'll wait in 10 days and then.
0: If- what to see if you still want it in ten days? To see if I
1: still want it, and because it keeps me from like buying anything within those ten days. so then you can't I, buy
0: anything during those ten days.
1: Yeah, or like nothing that's frivolous.
0: But you you reward yourself.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know how effective it really is, but it feels it feels right to me because instead of just passively buying things here or there, I set little goalposts that essentially is just like, well, I figure even in 10 days, I am working and making some amount of money. And if I'm not spending any, then I have ostensibly saved a little bit.
0: You know what that tells me? What? That you didn't really need that thing.
1: Oh well, no. It's a, but because if
0: you needed it, you wouldn't. You couldn't have waited ten days to get it. Yeah,
1: but that's but that's what I mean is that like I buy things that I don't need all the time. I think we all do. We all buy things that we don't need, but that's like the fun stuff. Like you could, you could. There are things like headphones, Mike, where it's just like you could wait ten days without having headphones. Sure. Like maybe you need them within the year, but you depends. don't need them well, within the week. Well, it depends
0: what I'm doing in those yeah. 10 days. If I'm traveling, yes. I want headphones. Exactly. Because headphones are a tool to keep other people from talking to you when you're traveling. I know. So they're oh my very God. important.
1: I have like the Bose noise-canceling headphones and I just put them on. I don't even listen to anything.
0: Oh, I put them on like I I put them on uh, at the gate.
1: Yeah. I don't like people talking to me on airplanes.
0: So the minute I sit down, I'm already wearing headphones. There are, and yeah, sometimes they're not even plugged into anything. Yeah, I know. But it's a message. Yeah. Like, I I'm not here to talk to you. I'm not going to so, talk okay. to you.
1: So maybe that's a bad example. You need headphones because it's your protection. It
0: is. It's pr- it's protective gear.
1: Yeah. Um. But you know, there but there are tons of other things where. You with where I think that they could be considered needs like but, these
0: shoes I just got yesterday.
1: Yes, like the shoes you got yesterday. You could have waited ten days because I assume you own more than one pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. But like in general, you need them, right? Like.
0: So, well, well yeah.
1: Anyway, I don't know. I we're off in the weeds now.
0: Sorry. Right. <laughs> so I did the thing where I ordered a bunch of shoes off Zappos. Yeah. Thinking, well, I'll keep one
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's so easy to return stuff to Zappos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we hating on Zappos? No. Okay, so we st- we, we're still okay with people using Zappos?
1: I mean, uh, are you are you referring to their new holacracy Oh, thing? God.
0: Yeah, okay, let's talk about that because okay. what the fuck?
1: But can you finish where you were going with your shoe story?
0: Oh Yeah, anyway, so I, I <laughs> ordered a bunch of pairs. Thinking, I'll pick out my favorites, and I'll re- out my favorite, mm-hmm. and I'll return the rest, mm-hmm. and I end up keeping all of them. Mm. Yeah, because so it's smart to get a bunch, mm-hmm. and to you know to try the and to find the ones you want. Mm-hmm. But then you can also p- you you can also play the wow the fossil fuel that you would waste just to return these.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Oh oh, because it's Zappos and right. you, Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, I should return these, but, man, it would be so bad for the environment if I did.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you like them all? Can you afford all of them?
0: I actually returned one pair. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's earmarked to be returned. It hasn't yeah. been returned yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I decided I don't like them, which means I'll never wear them.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like taking breaks from work? <laughs> I think that's what we were talking about before. Right,
0: taking... so. I uh, I do not actively – I don't have games like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I only do if I know that I'm having a hard time doing something that I need to get done. Right. I have to do a little fun game like that. It's not like a daily routine. I don't have any routines at work for helping myself stay on track or hit metrics. I just get shit done.
0: Yeah, I mean, I try to just get shit done. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes taking a break every couple minute, a couple minutes.
1: Honestly, every Some, couple minutes. Yeah. Sometimes
0: for me. taking a break every couple minutes to you know to pull away from Twitter to actually write a proposal mm-hmm. for thirty seconds and then getting back to Twitter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly.
0: Focusing is very hard for me.
1: Hmm. I know you're just checking out your shoes right now.
0: I am, because this conversation is boring.
1: <laughs> well, then let's talk about holacracy. What do you
0: think? Are they all right?
1: The shoes? Yeah, yeah. they have donuts on the soles. What are those? They look like donuts. I don't know.
0: There's like, they're I, not donuts.
1: Nah, I think they're donuts.
0: They're, wh- so what are the other circles? I,
1: Sprinkles. Chocolate chips. I don't know, but they're donuts. They're like a weird fruit
0: thing. What? Or or like a a telephone rotator thing.
1: Mm, I'm going to go with donuts. I don't think they're donuts. Mike has donuts on his shoes right now.
0: On the soles. Yeah. But I don't think they're donuts.
1: Fine. Uh, What do you know of holacracy, Mike?
0: Only what I read in that um, article about Zappos. There's Mm. an article about Zappos. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They are moving to some new management technique called the
1: non-management a, management.
0: Right, a non-management technique. Yeah. called holacracy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um so you manage yourself.
1: Mhm. You manage yourself, you initiate projects. Yeah. And then dollar signs.
0: So the interesting thing about them is they decided to move to this thing
1: completely.
0: Completely, and so they're committing, and they offered any of their employees who weren't comfortable with the idea three months severance.
1: Mm-hmm. Or I think the severance was maybe based on how long they were at the company, but me—I me, I actually don't know. I read Fact three check. months. Okay. I don't know.
0: What's important is that they said if you're not on board with this, we'll give you like a generous payout, and you can go find another job. Yeah. And fourteen percent of their workforce took them up on it.
1: Yeah, which is crazy.
0: Which tells me that fourteen percent of the people at Zappos did all the work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now they're gone. Yeah. I mean, I I'm trying to like I'm trying to because I am not super on board with holacracy. I, like I'm not. I'm not on board at all. I don't. I don't. I, I guess like I don't buy it. I'm trying to like think about it from like, what are the, what are the positive or at least what is it that they're trying to do? And what is holography solving? Because I mean, they're not like, it's not like a thousand idiots. Like they're, these are people who think and live and, and work and have been on this planet for a while. And so Something works about it or something resonates with people. And what is that?
0: So I know that I work better mm-hmm. when people give me deadlines. Yeah. And the shorter the deadline, the better. hmm <laughs> Seriously. i yeah. liked, Like, if, if you tell me, like, hey, in two weeks you need to do this, mm-hmm. like, great. All right, I'm going to start thinking about it in, like, a week and a half. But if you tell me that I need this done by the end of the day, mm-hmm. I'll figure out a way to do it by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I tell all my project managers this. Mm-hmm. As the owner of this place, I definitely have a say in figuring out, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing and the overall picture of something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then like on a day-to-day level, mm-hmm. and I own that process. Yeah. But on a day-to-day level, as somebody who's, um, you know, working on stuff. Mm-hmm. I need somebody else to be in charge of that. Yeah. So when I get in in the morning uh, and, you know, I, I I should know not, uh, you know, not just that morning but I should know already like Mm -hmm. even as I'm headed to work what I'm going to be doing that day. Mm -hmm. But when I get to work in the morning like somebody should remind me like what I'm looking for is somebody to say remember you have this due at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and um, make sure that I've got time in my day to do it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and um, then check on me a couple times throughout the day.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then I'll deliver it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And if I were responsible for my own time, I don't think I would get those things done. Yeah. Yeah. I would go to the movies a lot,
1: and you know why that is? It's because what is? Because
0: uh, I can't manage myself.
1: Yeah, because you're not a manager. You're not a project manager. Right. Yeah, and I, and that's that's the kind of the the kind of the root of what I don't, what I fundamentally don't understand with holacracy, which is that it's it's like it, this weird utopian attempt, where they want to make everybody equal. And so uh, they just say, everybody's equal. And that's not how equality happens. (laughs) So imagine
0: that you're on a team at at Zappos. You're like on a 10-person team or Mm -hmm. something. I don't know if this is how they work. But imagine that you're on a 10-person team. You are the self-starter. You are the person who can manage yourself. Yeah. You are the person who can get things done. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know the other nine people on your team, and you know that they might be very good at what they do, but you also need to know that somebody has to sit on them a little bit. Yeah. Somebody needs to manage their time. And now that person's going away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're thinking to yourself, all that work that those people are going to be expected to do is about to fall on my head. Yeah. That's going to suck. Yeah. Or I could just take 3 months of severance and get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's
0: why I say 14% of their people did all the work because I I think if you're that person, you get the hell out of there.
1: Yeah, it's a very, well, it's also just like I kind of work in project management and I I'm like personally insulted by the concept of holacracy because it 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 completely devalues the work that project managers do (laughs) like it's basically saying like oh we actually don't need your entire genre of person Mm -hmm. um and i hate that it's it's like it's like if we're like hey uh all of us are designers now so so we all we all we all design right it's like Somebody, I don't know, I don't know. It's just a it's a very strange I don't I just don't think that flat companies exist. Flat companies
0: are a lie. Flat companies They're are always a lie. a lie. They're
1: always a lie. They're the, like it's basically like it just seems like a Lord of the Flies situation. It like will you're be. gonna have a person who is going to start bossing everybody around.
0: So a while <laughs> back there was this other trend where companies stopped assigning people workspaces.
1: Mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything. People just want to sit in a desk.
0: So, you I mean you you were you walked in in the morning and you like went and like got your equipment mm-hmm. from like your locker or something. Yeah. And then you would find a place to work. Yeah. And you couldn't reserve anything. And you were just supposed to, you know, casually group in, you know, common areas or something like that. What that led to was people barricading themselves in conference rooms. Mm-hmm. And I heard about one person who like gathered up like a bunch of chairs, like a bunch of air on chairs mm-hmm. and filled a conference room with them so it looked like a storage room. And then hid? And then when they got there in the morning, they would just pull, oh, out, pull okay. out enough chairs yeah. that they could work. And then put them back when they left. So oh if anybody God. else tried, opened the door to that room, it looked like storage.
1: Yeah, so that's a great Shit example like of how like trying to get people to work more collaboratively went in the completely opposite direction. And if they just had an open office plan with assigned desks, would not have been a problem. Um, yeah, it's very like – it seems very like throw the baby out with the bath watery. Don't like that. Yeah. Um, there's it the- makes, there's, I mean, digging deeper into it, there's like the whole, I don't really understand, and from people I've talked to who have who have worked at companies with this system, it's really confusing because you have your circles, it's like, the the projects are circles instead of teams, but then you can make your own circle, and then I think that you can. I don't know. It's just bananas. It's
0: it, did they like model that after Google Plus because that's been a great success.
1: I know, but it's where like you can be in multiple circles, and you, maybe you're the manager of one of the circles, but then one of your teammates manages you in another circle, and then it gets really confusing. <laughs> Ugh. people uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like people are so like, oh, titles are are meaningless, so let's take them away. It's like titles give people boundaries, and as we know in design, like constraints and boundaries are what drive work.
0: <laughs> well, I think fear gives people boundaries. yeah, I just use fear instead of title, yeah, don't my employees do not listen to this, right you're
1: not that scary.
0: Well, you know that.
1: But- I know that. Uh, what really really surprises me that I know that and so many other people don't. It's so obvious.
0: We have a special friendship. We
1: do have a special friendship. Um, also,
0: we've known each other for a while now.
1: It's true. It's true. But I mean, I didn't know you that much when, when we worked together. I just, you know, I, I've worked with a lot of strong personalities in my time. So.
0: But I'm the best one, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay, great.
1: Absolutely. Um
0: I think this idea of foisting a methodology on people.
1: And is, a very idealistic one at yeah,
0: that. It's really stupid. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a big fan of like checking out lots of different methodologies mm-hmm. and you know, borrowing some borrowing like a cup of sugar here, a cup of flour here. But ultimately you gotta figure out the best way for the people you've got to work. Yeah. At least in this company here, and it's a pretty small company, and I don't, you know, maybe it doesn't scale to a huge company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Although, I mean, all of a sudden, like pulling the pulling the rug out from under people and saying we're all going to work this way now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah. there's um I know that this is maybe going to come uh, as a surprise to you, but there was a I wanna say a product manager at Instagram who had one of the best Posts about managing a team that I've read, and it's something that I very much agree with, which is that um, his job as a manager, or his the role that he has taken on as a manager, when he's working, he's working on all the project manager stuff. When he talks to his employees, um, instead of just talking about like status on projects, he just talks about like how they're doing at work and how their days are and how they're finding themselves and how they like their role and it's it's a little bit more people management
0: mm-hmm. but
1: that that ends up directly lending itself back to like how you manage projects because you can find out like basically people's like what they enjoy working on, what they don't enjoy working on, what they're good at working on and what they're bad at working on by not asking them about the status of a project. Cuz when you ask as a manager when you ask about the status of a project to your employee, they are going to try and tell you something that you want to hear.
0: Oh, it's going well. It's going great.
1: Yeah. And it's not telling at all. If you ask somebody, if you just have a conversation with them every week about like, "Hey, like how do you how do you like everything right now? Like what are you enjoying doing?" then you'll get a lot more out of them because they'll be like, oh, I really liked working on this one thing. I'm having a really hard time focusing on this other thing when you're not positioning it as like, like you know, tap like pointing at the clock and asking when things are done. And I personally think that that style of management ends up being so much more effective than like trying to like Upturn the whole system and make it so that nobody's a manager, so that everybody's happy. Like, the, it, it's the whole like you can't just give people what they want and expect them to be happy.
0: You know where that's doomed, where that's gonna fail miserably. What or where? why that's gonna fail miserably? Why? Because people like gold stars.
1: People like gold stars, and people are humans. <laughs> people. People. people
0: need to know when they've succeeded and when they've failed. Yeah. they crave that.
1: Also, just they not crave everybody's that kind good of at validation. management. No. Not everybody wants to do that.
0: Well, the idea is that you don't need management, yeah. which is ridiculous. It's
1: ridiculous, and it's the same. I mean, there are so many. <sighs> there is. Don't a, hyperventilate. I know. I th- there are a lot of things that I appreciate about the um, about working in tech, which is that. Companies are not afraid of changing tradition because yeah. the, you know you. We've both worked with a lot of companies who have been doing the same thing for thirty years and don't and are afraid of change, and that hurts them a lot. Tech companies have the opposite problem, um, which is that they're just like this one thing is not working. We will change all of it, yeah. and so I don't want to totally discount like you know trying something new. I appreciate
0: um, the the. The level of the f- the flattening of hierarchy, yeah, to the point where like an engineer can tell the CEO, yeah, that hey, you did something wrong here,
1: yeah, like removing the bureaucracy, yeah, removing
0: from it. that bureaucratic layer, yeah, like you know this is especially true like in you know like old money East Coast companies, like you don't go like like a guy on the work floor does not go talk to the CEO, it yeah. just doesn't. You happen. want a
1: shallow hierarchy, but not no hierarchy.
0: <laughs> but people need to know who's in charge. People need to know who's making decisions. Well, people know yeah. when they've succeeded and and when they've failed and what's expected of them to either succeed or fail. Yeah,
1: and I think that actually what you said touches on a big part of it, which is that uh, there's no such thing as a f- as no hierarchy. And the big difference between something where it's just like, nobody's anybody's boss is that like things are still operating the same way people are still making decisions and there's still a tier of people who are doing that and a tier of people who are not the difference is that you don't know who's making decisions but people are and it bugs me
0: the worst lie we tell ourselves is when we say that we're all equal yeah hoping that they realize that the, the people that I'm saying that to realize that I'm more special than they are. You're more special. And I think that's pretty common.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a really... I, I don't... This was, I think, I don't know, sometime around like all the f- commotion that was happening around people denying uh, that feminism is a thing. Oh, gosh, I had a tweet today. I don't even want to talk about it.
0: We don't have time to talk about I even,
1: it. I, there's just not enough time in the world.
0: Also, I... Do not want to summon the Kraken of
1: Oh, no, not at all. Um,
0: I'm inclined to just delete that.
1: But there was like, there was this like. Can we
0: can we actually beep the phrase Because yeah. I do not want to be getting tweets and emails from those no, people. I don't,
1: want it, I don't want it either. But um, there was like this uh, illustration that was getting passed around that was, a, it was a little bit like the camp of people who are like fine with equality but want you to know that like it's a handout like that women need handouts or whatever and, and it's this inc- it's this like illustration of a tall man looking over a fence and then a woman who who's not tall enough to see over the fence and so it's like that and then her standing on a crate and it's like equality is is not equal or something weird like that and and the whole premise of this is that— That's
0: really weird.
1: —is that women are less than men and, and that women will always need, like, to be given handicaps to be able to do the same things as men, which is not at all representative of what the situation is. That's such a that,
0: weird argument to make.
1: It's a weird argument to make, and, like, what the situation is is that the woman is, like, standing in a ditch— and equalizing it would just be both of them standing on. I don't know it's who just,
0: hurt these people that they have to make these weird ass arguments. Weird like,
1: arguments. How
0: much energy do you want to spend convincing yourself that other people don't deserve something?
1: Yeah, that's or, really weird. Or that to me. it's like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you, but it's a favor. Just know that it's a favor.
0: It's like when people <laughs> spend too much time worrying about somebody else's money. Like you know what so and so makes, you I know. know how much money they have. It's oh like,
1: God, what is that? What are you gaining? Pay?
0: Oh God, that
1: made me very uncomfortable.
0: That was. How do you gain by by being pissed off about somebody else's cash?
1: I understand what the, att- like the attempt was there, and it was it was a failure. It was a failed attempt at opening up real dialogue, because all I saw was a bunch of guys being like, well, after college, I was making $85,000, and then uh, six months later, I was making $100,000, and now I'm working at blah, 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 and I'm making $140,000, well, and, and people being like, it's so liberating being able to talk about this. Like, oh,
0: it's <laughs> it's so liberating being able to talk about how my 25-year-old self can barely survive on the hundred and ten grand that I make,
1: I know, like, uh, even people in San Francisco that are just like, "Well, I pay a lot." It's just like uh, you're still making a lot of money. You're
0: making a lot of you're money. You're making a you're lot making- of money
1: because you know, like, when you and, and and like even even me, where it's like I have not, I have never made that much money before. Talk hashtag talk pay, but like. I, I have a cushy lifestyle like I live in a wonderful one-bedroom apartment in a metropolitan area and I have like you
0: live nice in the shit part of the city though
1: uh we're we it's it's getting super cool we're getting a new ramen joint oh, downstairs really? that's like the number one ramen place in Tokyo really yeah it's called Mencho and it's opening soon and like a wine like there's a wine bar downstairs now and a and a bar that serves medicinal cocktails so it's what? That's what's happening in the TL right oh, now. Oh, you're
0: screwed. Your rent has got
1: doubled. No, because I have rent control. Do you really? Yeah. So my rent is now I mean my apartment's probably worth like three times as much <laughs> as I'm paying for it. So I'm actually in a great I'm in I'm in a great place in my life like I have nice things I go to nice places I don't make that much money but like you know what I am not making $30,000 a year I'm making more than that and it's awesome like people just
0: <laughs> I like your attitude char
1: Yeah well I think that in San Francisco it's hard because we all know a couple millionaires or billionaires right you know you know some yeah. Yeah, we all do. And it's just like, yeah, I don't drive a and Tesla. You know good for them. And I don't have a mansion. And I don't have I can't I've never flown on a private jet. But like, you know, oh, you have Mike, haven't you? You look like you've been on a jet. You have jet face.
0: I got jet face.
1: Yeah, I've never been on a jet. Um
0: She got face like a private jet.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Either. Um But, like, we just all need to remember, and honestly, probably every single person listening to this podcast who is in a place in their life where they, like, can spend time reading Twitter and listening to podcasts on their iPhone or whatever or on their computer, on any sort of device that plays podcasts, we're all doing really, really well. So shut up.
0: There you go. I can't think of a better way to end today's show. Me
1: neither. Or just, 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 yeah, just it's over.
0: I like it when you get angry. <laughs>
1: well, I'm happy. We're all there happy. You, God
0: damn it, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy, you assholes. Yeah.
1: I'll be happier if you buy a ticket to my conference. Had, all right. I had to put it in there. Let's
0: do a five minute conference, pimp. Go. We
1: don't have to do five minutes. Come to Layers, the cool design conference in San Francisco. I wasn't ready. San Francisco. Jesus Christ. Bringyourlayers.com. If you. Uh, if you use the coupon code mistakes 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 at
0: bringyourlayers.com you can
1: get $50 off
0: $50
1: you can save that $50 and and spend it on one house clean toast. or toast
0: <laughs> San Francisco toast
1: <laughs> Yeah Um you're speaking
0: I'm speaking That's with Gabe That's very exciting It is it's the reunion of me and my lawyer Gabe on stage
1: you guys are like best friends. You should see honestly like it I think that it's worth the ticket price to just watch Mike and Gabe flirt with each other.
0: We do flirt. He's a handsome man. <laughs> He's very hairy though.
1: I don't I don't know anything about my lawyer's hair. He's very hairy. You know what? He does he does all my legal he reads my contracts for me and he does a great job at it.
0: Check out his arms, his forearms.
1: I don't want to look at his forearms. Really hairy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Gabe. He doesn't listen to this right. Well
0: now we feel no, he I hope not.
1: That's fine. We Because
0: his feelings will be hurt.
1: His feelings aren't gonna be hurt. His feelings will be hurt. How many uh, hey Mike, who's the best lawyer you've ever worked with in your life? My
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, is there a dot com?
0: Yeah, mylawyergabe.com. Oh my lawyergabe.com.
1: Amazing. Gabe is the best lawyer. Now we're just promoting Gabe. Sure. That's fine.
0: Who else is speaking at your conference, Jesse?
1: Uh oh. We announced a new one today. What? John Gruber. John Wait a Gruber. minute! Wasn't he already there? No, he wasn't on the website. He took forever to get his headshot and bio to me. Oh, there's a forever. surprise! Forever. Oh, I would
0: have. I would have given you a John Gruber headshot.
1: I was sending him like emoji knives, stabbing. But he's I would have
0: there written now. the bio too.
1: Yeah, I should have. I just didn't have time.
0: Just one word.
1: Asshole. Dick nose. Dick nose. Yeah. I can't believe we got it wrong first. I should have known. Um, Gruber's going to be there.
0: Is Amy coming?
1: I don't know if Amy's going to be there. I would hope so. Um,
0: I think she's a better interview than than he is.
1: Oh, he's not being interviewed.
0: Well, whatever he's doing, he's she's doing be- the
1: interviewing.
0: Who's he interviewing?
1: Susan Kerr.
0: Oh, God, snooze fest.
1: It's going to be amazing. She's awesome. She's awesome. He's going to be interviewing her. He's going to
0: ask her about the fucking watch.
1: No, she. That's on the do not ask list. What do you mean? Uh, we don't want to talk. I, I'm. I'm very carefully. I'm. So basically, for this conference, I haven't talked about this yet. I am, in addition to like curating this list of speakers, I have basically been talking to everybody about what their talks are on. Um, you haven't talked to me
0: about anything.
1: We talked about what your session is. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's new. Um, I'll yeah, be- here's
0: how that went. You want to do a talk? Sure, <laughs> hey, can I just come up on stage with Gabe and ask questions? All right,
1: <laughs> but
0: good prep jar. Some
1: people have suggested things that I don't want at the conference, like and I what? have declined their I'm not gonna say I don't want I don't wanna it. be mean. um, but you know, like everybody has like the things that they talk about, and so I've gone over several options with some people and have kind of landed on what we are going to have them do. Because I, I don't know like the thing about you Mike is that um, you are a strong personality and I think that you have a pretty. It's code
0: for asshole.
1: No it's not code for asshole. I mean that you have like you're just like you're an entertaining person to observe. Um, and and so I think that for you, like we had actually talked about you potentially doing a talk. And while your talks are really good, I think that what's more fun about watching Mike Montero present at a conference is seeing you get to be a little bit more casual and unscripted. Cash. Yeah. Um, I think that that's cooler because the thing that makes you great is, is your... Snarky personality,
0: thanks. Jessie. And I think that
1: that will come through in conversation rather than through a talk. All right. I'm thinking about things like that, and I think it's going to be very interesting. All and right. we're not going to talk to Susan Kerr about what she thinks about today's Apple design. Thank you. Because that's I don't I, I don't think that that's relevant or important or nice to her or nice to Apple. So yeah.
0: You should, um, Are you going to do more events after
1: this? I hope so. You're very
0: good at events.
1: Thank you, Mike. You're not
0: good You're also I mean you're very good At other things
1: Like makeup Like really good at it Cat Um, photos Cat photos Oh I'm super good At cat um, photography You seem
0: very happy Doing the event
1: I am It's my creative medium There you go That's why I like it
0: You know to create Is divine
1: I feel like I get to be the design director for the conference. You are. Which is awesome. I love doing that. Exactly it. what I it love is. having control. So. All
0: right, let's get out of here. I got stuff to do.
1: All right. Good talking to you, Mike.
0: Good talking to you, Jesse. Let's uh, tell the people uh, goodbye.
1: Bye, everybody. Goodbye,
0: everybody.